1: Did you think when you started this week and you uh, chose to listen to this radio program that we on two occasions would read the text of the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution? Yeah, me either. But we're going to do it. Here we go. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense." Uh, I'm not a big fan of the pronoun usages there, assuming that all these would-be criminals would be hims and hisses. Uh, we'll have to address the, that. Maybe uh, when Congress gets back into session, we can amend that one, get the pronouns all sorted out. Right to a speedy trial by an impartial jury. Speedy trial, impartial jury. We discussed at length yesterday the challenges that face you know, complying with that requirement laid out in the Constitution. Can a defendant truly enjoy the right to a speedy trial if so many criminal trials by jury have been either postponed or are simply unavailable in certain jurisdictions? And is it fair to, quote-unquote, face your accuser Via video chat. Now, I'm no attorney. I am just a loud mouth who has been uh, gifted a microphone and two and a half hours each day to spout off. One talent I do, though, have is uh, producer Amy able to reach out and find experts on these matters each and every day and to help us understand the experience of not only attorneys uh, but also defendants would be jurors everyone involved in this process uh rocked now by the coronavirus having to adapt and do so electronically is uh, a davis county and salt lake county attorney daniel Irvin joining me now uh, daniel sir how are you i'm well how are you Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, You've been operating uh, as an attorney in the midst of all of this coronavirus uh, circumstance. You've been doing things by video?
0: I have been. And, And I have to say, mostly I have enjoyed it because I can appear from my house. Instead of driving from Ogden to Salt Lake to Provo to do hearings in a day, you can now do those hearings quickly online. But there are issues raised, as you mentioned, speedy trial issues, But more evidentiary issues when there's witnesses on the stand, able to see their credibility. And I'm going to quote a judge and maybe some of the shenanigans going on.
1: Some of the shenanigans. (laughs) What are those? What are the shenanigans?
0: Well, when you're on a WebEx, you're able to privately chat with any individual that's on that WebEx. So if I'm cross-examining a witness, there is the potential and possibility that their attorney can be texting them the answers. And there's no way to know if they're doing that. So I have no idea if there's influence or undue influence or if they're being coached. And even if you were to remove that from the WebEx, there's still the ability to look down at your phone with your thumb and send them a text that way. I was in one hearing where you could actually see the attorney lean over and whisper to his client and come back. When I addressed it with the court, they said, please don't do that. But then you'd see them slide a piece of paper back and forth. Well, I don't get to see that due to the privileged communication of attorney-client. But you don't know what's on there and if they're helping or not. And so I have issues with jury trials and evidentiary trials being handled by the WebEx.
1: How about jury trials? Are we doing those here? Have you seen those in Utah?
0: No, our Utah Supreme Court has said they're on hold actually indefinitely. Which is kind of mind-boggling with both the Utah and United States Constitution saying you have a right to a speedy jury trial, but due to the COVID, they're saying that they're being held off. I have a client who's at the Utah State Prison now who's requesting a trial. Our date is tentative for December, and that may even be missed.
1: Help me understand speedy. In its original text, it's certainly ambiguous and doesn't, you know, refer specifically to uh, a period of time. But I imagine that uh, it's been addressed and defined at least in part. How how should we understand speedy here in Utah and and across the country?
0: Well, usually here in Utah, I can't address you know across the country, but here in Utah, it's usually been our judges and our courts have been very accommodating it, getting clients in quickly and trials handled quickly. And if you ask for a speedy trial, sometimes you could have it set within 60 days to meet the deadlines. They look at first whether or not the inmate, if the person is in or out of custody. If they're in custody, they get a higher priority to a speedy trial, whereas someone out, which obviously makes sense. And then they go by the degree that you're looking at. So if it's a first-degree felony, you're going to have a superior right to somebody who has a
1: uh, Mr. Irvin, we lost you there. Uh, sorry, we've got sorry you back. Go, go, go right ahead.
0: And my other concern, as you were stating to that, is I had a hearing where usually we as defense attorneys do a thing called the exclusionary rule where we have witnesses step out of the courtroom. So they can't hear. Well, when you go right back, and I had a case where we were doing a motion to stress. Our Questioning was over. We were in an argument. The judge was making his ruling. And the ruling was favorable to my client until the officer started saying, oh, I can clarify that. Let me give you the facts and just started testifying. Uh. You know, how do you stop that? And how do I unring the bell now that the judge has heard that? And so then we lost that motion. And so that's another concern, whereas usually the officer would have been out of the building or in the gallery where he couldn't speak. And that removes that, that protection of following the rules of evidence within a courtroom,
1: fascinating. Do you anticipate, and this is wild speculation, so I apologize, but do you anticipate uh, that should certain jurisdictions decide, uh, or certain court, certain courts, if they decide that jury trials will go forward, uh, could that someday make its way to a uh, you know a higher court challenge, maybe even the Supreme Court?
0: Oh, I definitely think so, and and I was. A- produced. I think it's very, especially under the speed trial issue, people, the problem is by the time we get there and get a ruling, we may have moved past what's going on right now with COVID, right. but I definitely think that's a, a, a real possibility. Uh,
1: Daniel Irvin, thank you so much for your insight and your expertise. Uh, I, I, we're going to be knocking on your door again. You, you have fascinating Anytime. insight. Happy to help. Thank you so much. Uh, you go. Uh, good luck with the day. Thanks again. Stay safe and healthy.